you realize that if you don't just jump in and do it and figure it out as you're going, you will plan forever. Don't get in that trap. Just jump in and do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. And today I'm joined by Arlen Mittling. Now, she's written a book, and the name of the book has intrigued me because obviously I have the Goals Do Come True podcast and the Goals Do Come True book. And her book is Dirty Goals. Gets your whole mind going, doesn't it? But anyway, over to Arlen to tell us all about her stuff, the fact that she's a dog mum. That was the other thing, actually, because, you know, anybody that loves dogs or that has dogs that love them, they must be good people. So go for it. Tell us about your book. What's the thing about the, the book? What's the principle behind it? And then tell us a little bit more about yourself and, and crack on. All right. So I am a Lynn Mittling dog mom, like you have said, and a girlfriend of 11 years a corporate professional, and now author of Dirty Goals, Breaking Conventional Rules to Achieve Your Dreams. The book was born literally in a matter of four hours. I had never really set out to write a book. And one morning, I had been practicing the miracle morning, just a routine of right self-development exercises. And When it came to visualization, I didn't know how to visualize. So I went to Google, where we all go, and looked up how to visualize. And it said to imagine yourself when you achieve your dreams. And I was really disappointed in myself because I realized that I do set goals, but the goals that I set are all for career development and for my job. And I wanted to be more dynamic than that. And so I started to look up how to figure out your goals because that's one of the biggest challenges. There is a ton of information out there on how to set goals, how to achieve goals. There is very little direction on how to identify your goals. And I decided in that moment when I couldn't find the information I was looking for, I knew I had to figure it out and I had to write a book to help other people that were in the same situation that I was in. So I grabbed my dogs, took them for a walk. And as I was walking, my mind was flooded with all of these thoughts. And I pulled out my phone and started documenting. And this, these thoughts I had before, but in that 30, 45 minute walk that I went on that morning, these thoughts had developed into ideas. And by the time I got home, I had goals set and I had an idea for my book for how to help people identify their goals. I think that what happens is we all want to achieve. So we go on this path that if you want to achieve something, what do we do? We go back to school. We go for certifications. We try to develop ourselves in that way. and. Because that's what people do. That's the path that everybody takes. That's what we know, but that's not always relevant to us. So my method, Dirty Goals, really gets into your mind and 
data mines your thoughts because your thoughts are personal to you, right? They're all about your experiences. They're all about who you are and what you've been through and what you know. And when you pull that out and you start writing that, I hate to use the word journaling because it turns some people off. Also, journaling makes you think, okay, I'm going to sit down in the morning and I'm going to write these items down. And that's not what the process is at all. The process is committing to yourself that you are going to observe and recognize your thoughts. You are going to document those thoughts because that's when your brain really releases the hold that it has on that information and lets it go. And it allows you to let those thoughts grow into big ideas and big goals. And it's really been an amazing tool in my life. So I'm hoping that it will help somebody out there in the way that it's helped me. I have absolutely no doubt that it will help people. We're listening to you there and it's, oh, yeah. No, I, you know, because it is easy just to list your goals down. And you know, I've got somebody that I recently asked them to start writing their goals down. It was somebody I met on the Three Peaks Challenge. So she's sending me her goals daily and I'm rewriting them and reframing them. And I was thinking, well, no, you should be. But now you've stopped me dead in that respect because it shouldn't be what I think about her goals because they're her goals. And they are based upon, you know, her framing, her life. And this is the thing about people is, uh, you know, people have an opinion on things. I may have said this before. If people have got an opinion, they are right because their opinion is based upon their whole life experiences. So you can't, you know, condemn them for that because you haven't walked their path or, you know, gone through everything that they've gone through, which has created their opinions. So this is really, I, I like this. Yes. Okay. Let's take it to that next extra step and apply it to goals as well. So I like that. I love it. That's exciting. Okay, good. That's exciting. <laughs> so the book's out. The book is out. It's on Amazon. Only place you can buy it right now. Okay. Well, we'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes to the book and right. I'm going to get myself a copy because I don't think you can know enough about this, but I do like the fact that there are your goals and you've got to pull so much more into them. So big goals then. We talk about big, hairy, audacious goals, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Writing a book is a big, hairy, audacious goal. So what's next? So it's interesting you asked that because this weekend I had to have a come to Jesus with myself. So the deal with this process is it's so exciting and so motivating and you are growing so many ideas and all of a sudden you find yourself where you're almost swimming in. And I feel like I'm very efficient. I feel like I, I can find the time to get things done, but I had to go and basically wipe out anything. I had to get down to what is important right now. What can I focus on? I'm the type of person who is motivated by having multiple goals, but there is a limit, right? Some people can only focus on one goal at a time. Totally a personal thing. But for me, I just had a lot of fluff in between. And so I got rid of all of the extra emails, all the extra things. And these are the items that I'm focusing on. So I have my book, Dirty Goals, and it's a process to market it. 
Correct. So mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I also have had some inquiries for audiobook. So that is on the list. I'm waiting for the schedule to open up on that. So it's kind of a purposeful procrastination on the audiobook. I'm also writing a second book. I'm about close to halfway through my second book. And I'm super excited because you can buy a book and you can read a book and you can be motivated by it. But a week later, you may not be implementing. You know, you may have forgotten about it. You're on to your next book. So what I am planning to do is create courses to go along with my books to help people in finding their goals and to help guide them through the process and also to be an accountability partner for these people. And then hopefully my next book, actually, I shouldn't say hopefully, I know it will be out by next spring and I'm planning to launch the course along with that book at that time. The Dirty Goals course will probably be out in January timeframe. Okay. I'm interested in that. So how, because Again, I think there's a message and you're, you, you nailed it there. We read a book and we're motivated for a minute or the two hours or the three hours that we read it. And then as you say, it's on to the next one. You know, how do we get people along the way to implement the stuff that we pick up in the book? Okay. Tell me about your course then. How have you developed that? Because I, I've got that in my head at the moment, this person that I met at the weekend going, right, send me your goals daily. And I'm thinking, okay, what can I create as the next step? Because I can make that the first part of a course, just to have an accountability partner. So how far into the course construction are you? So I am going to pay a coach to do this. I feel personally, I was always one of those people where There are so many YouTube videos out there. You can watch a YouTube video. Honestly, when it came to writing my book, I realized the value of paying for a service to help you with that because it makes you accountable to yourself. You spent money on it and now you're going to make it worth it. And I think that too, it tells the universe that I am serious about this, right? I am going to make this work. And so I have, I'm in the process of finding the right coach to work with. And I really want to finish my book before I jump into that. But there are a lot of people out there that offer help for creating courses. I have a full-time job that I absolutely love. So my course has to be evergreen because I cannot take hours out of my week to spend. So evergreen courses just mean that they buy and watch when they want. And then I will, you know, offer out time to talk directly to them because I do feel like the live aspect and talking directly to somebody who's as passionate about this as I am and just really want to help people find the fulfillment that I've found. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to have that live aspect, but they don't need that for the basics of the course. They can digest that and then we can talk about it. It's really a process I'm figuring out. I have my outline actually for both courses already done. It's, it's, you know, set when you have a book and you're basing your course off of a book, which you have as well. So you can create a course very easily that way, but it's a learning process for me. And you just realize 
right now I, I am spending the time researching when I have the time, but you realize that if you don't just jump in and do it and figure it out as you're going, you will plan forever. Don't get in that trap. Just jump in and do it. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you don't mind me just spending a few moments to tell you about my new book. I'm very excited. It's called Think Simple, Win Big, How to Build the Business of Your Dreams with a Few Simple Goals. And it's a rewrite of my original book, Goals Do Come True. And it's especially available for entrepreneurs, either new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to get the fundamentals right with their business. So if you are interested in getting your hands on a copy, go to my website, www.dougbennett.co.uk and register there and we'll make sure that you get first dibs on a copy and a discount on the nine. 99 price anyway let's go back to the podcast yeah i'm i'm with you on that one of my favorite phrases and i think jim Rohn coined it many moons ago and it's action cures fear off totally you know get, get on and do but i think i just want to pick up on a couple of interesting things there it's like you had a specific date on which the first draft of your new book was going to be completed And then the following day, the course was starting, you know, the creation of the course. And that's the thing about these goals, right? They got to have a deadline. It's all well and good thinking about it and dreaming about it. But they say, you know, a dream is a goal without a deadline, really, because, you know, you've not committed to it in that respect. So I like that. And, you know, that sort of piqued my interest then so much as you said, and I will have the book done by here. This is the first draft. And then the following day, you're all set. So what do you do in your day job then? I'm a medical professional in my day job. Right. So, so, they, yeah. so there you go. That's another thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there, it doesn't matter what you do in your day job because there they could be anything more different yep. between those two things. Okay. And that's the, the other thing. And I said, oh, I'm getting quite excited about this because, you know, it, the, the thing is like, whatever you do to make a living, if you're really lucky, and some of us are really lucky, you get to love to the very core what you're doing for a living. In which case, it's not really work because you're getting paid to do something that you really love doing. But I sense here, you've got your vocation, your which is incredibly important. And as we know, incredibly important. Mm-hmm. But then we've got, and I don't like to call it a side hustle, but actually that's what it is, really. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it's something that we fit in on the side, outside of the regular hours. And that's the stuff where some of the passion really, really, you know, if you're doing a full-time job and then you decide to create a second career in your part-time, you've got to be passionate about it. So that's... Totally. That's, re- that's yeah. really cool. But anybody can do it. You just got to stop watching the telly. You oh my goodness. <laughs> so true. But I do have to go back to your point about setting a deadline. Honestly, on my first book, I did not have a deadline because here's the problem. And my book outlines the issues with smart goals when it comes to personal goals. So 
SMART goals tells you that you don't really have a goal until you have all the details. Mm -hmm. But I had never written a book before. So how am I supposed to know anything about it? But I'm not going to stop and not work toward a goal because I don't have the metrics. That's silly, right? You figure it out as you go. My first book, I just knew that I have a full-time job. I need time with my boyfriend. I need time with my dogs. And I need time just for me as well. And so when I wrote my first book, I said 30 minutes a day was all I was committing to. And that became my goal. And that became the metrics for my goal. I didn't have really any other information because I didn't know what I was doing. But most days, most people can find 30 minutes, get rid of the phone, get rid of the television. Most people can find 30 minutes to figure out and to work toward their goals every single day. So that was my metric for my first book. And honestly, I didn't have a deadline, but I wrote my very first book in five months from the day I decided I was going to write a book until the day I published. Wow, that's ex- there's extra stuff in there, folks, from, from yeah, the thoughts of the publishing. Mm-hmm. You've got your first draft coming up and there's all manner of other stuff that goes on the end of that. No, that's cool. And this is self-published? Self-published, on- yep, on Amazon. Amazon. So again, we've got this thing, okay? You can find a time if it's important enough to you. And you can lose the time quite easily. There's so many things that, you know, you just pick up your phone, Facebook, if you like, although that's where we met really, you know, we have to cut ourselves some slack in that respect, but you know, that was strategic Facebook stuff, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yes. So that's allowed people that's allowed, Mm -hmm. but I think the TV is the biggest crusher for your goals. I think, you know, you're seeing other people live lives. And you're using up your time, living other people's lives, living other people's stories, you know, just sneak a little bit of that TV time back for yourself. And then, you know, five months, six months later, I think that's some going actually. That's pretty focused stuff to have a book in that time. And we've got the other one coming, yeah. which is, that's, that's, that's really cool too. You said that you struggled with visualizing. Then there was the talk of, you know, you're out walking with the dogs, which is incredibly therapeutic. So borrow one if you haven't got a dog, because it's it's just, <laughs> You're right. just incredible. And the other thing is the people with the dogs, you know, I mean, we don't want to walk them every single day. So you're more than happy to take that off our hands on occasion. But you were thinking things and then straight away writing it down, though. It was going straight into your Immediately. Immediately. You lose thoughts. If you don't write them down, you lose them. And there are times when I haven't been able to. And I was like, oh my God, I can't remember what I was thinking. And it was so amazing. And then it's lost and you don't know if it's ever coming back. So that, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. And, and also those ones that flick in just when you wake up in the middle of the night, just because there's a noise or something like that, invariably something comes at that point. And we're not allowed to have or shouldn't have our phones by the bed. So that's a tricky one. I have yet to work out how to do that because, you know, can't speak into a dictaphone because then I'll wake my wife up and that, that just brings a whole barren pain. You know, make sure that you make your notes. If you can't visualize, it's not a bad thing. It's not, you know, but I'm guessing you're working it out now, right? I have to admit, I still 
that's the one personal development tool that I still don't use. And I tried creating a vision board and it just, it doesn't feel right. Now it is something that I have on my list that I want to, if I'm having this much trouble, there are definitely other people who are having issues with visualization. So I do plan to make it because I feel like it's important for goals, very important. So I do plan to figure that out as well and make that a part of the course. And that's fair enough because that's the other point that again, that you mentioned there, that it's like, how many goals do you have? Because you can't work, but if you have a lot, then, you know, it's it's like spinning plates. You know, Mm -hmm. there's only so many that we're skillful at. How many people in the world do you think as a percentage set goals for themselves? Very few. There are so few studies and the studies that are out there, they're very pointed on something specific. There's a, a study out there about New Year's resolutions. Well, it's taking a group of people that have all set New Year's resolutions. And from that 100% of people who set New Year's resolutions, only 7% followed through with them. But what percent of the population even took the time to set a New Year's resolution? There is just so much unknown information about goals. But what I do know about them, I think very few people set them. And out of that population, we'll maybe say, we'll be generous. We'll say 50%. How, what percentage of those people actually set relevant goals? Because relevance is what's going to help you find the motivation to achieve them. Yes, because you're going to get obstacles along the way. And unless they're relevant to you and, and you're passionate about them, you're not going to overcome the obstacles. Exactly. No, so that's good. So we've got an amazing market ahead of us, right? Mm-hmm. Or have you got a name for the new book? So, you know, just as a reminder, it's Dirty yeah. Goals is the existing one. Are you about to share? Are you ready to share the name of the new well, one? So it's funny when I started this, my boyfriend said, oh, you can have a whole line of books. The next one can be Dirty Thoughts. (laughs) And it's funny because my next book is about thinking and getting rid of the negative self-talk. I used to be suffer hugely from that. And I figured it out and I actually enjoy life. And I want to share that with everybody to help them enjoy it. My working title is Water Your Grass. That will not be the title that it's going to be released under. But that's the thing. If you just take your attitude and your problems and you move them onto green grass or what you think is green grass, it's going to be dead shortly if you don't work on who you are. So. No, that's a good, yeah, I like that, but I like the fact also that it's a working title. Got to be careful with these working titles because you can get excited and carried away and send it out into the world. And then you come up with an even better title or somebody else says, oh, why have you thought about this one? And it's like, oh, shucks, I've done an awful lot of marketing already around that, you know, and yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to add in there, of course, because I've got my second book that, you know, it's in the final stages. And that is Think Simple, Win Big. How? Where is that going to be? That's going to be Amazon as well. That's going to be Amazon as well. There's a little sub on that is how to build the business of your dreams with a few simple goals. So that's going to be coming up. It's been 
incredibly useful. There's some extra stuff in there. I, I like the little challenge on smart goals there because, you know, I write about it in my books, but, you know, there are other ways of looking at these things. Now, I'm going to just pitch in one last thing for you. Okay. We want a nugget from you. All right. So this is something that the world needs to know, according to Arlene, what the world needs to know a nugget. Action is what you need to take to change your life. Once you start taking one single step, the world, the universe starts working with you and starts sending you opportunities and starts sending you signs. But if you're sitting on the couch watching TV and not working toward your goals, you're not going to get there. So you need to take action. I worked with a sales guy at one point who he said, tell everybody about our product. And he said he even tells the environmental services people in the hospital because he said, when you talk about it, it gets the universe spinning and things just happen when you don't even realize they're happening and you don't even have to work toward them because they're happening in the background. And that's really what taking action does. It helps get the universe spinning for you. And if you're sitting on your phone for six hours a day, or you're sitting on TV at the, on couch, on the couch at the TV, then nothing's going to spin for you. So get it spinning and just take some action. And there you go. These nuggets at the end of my podcast. That's why you have to listen to the end because and not speed through to the end. I don't want to, I don't know why I said that <laughs> anyway. So we've got some great stuff there. Arlene, thank you very much for joining me today. As I say, we'll make sure that there's access to you in the show notes so people can get hold of you. A link to your book straight on Amazon, Dirty Goals. I love it. A Dirty Thoughts for the second book. Who knows? Maybe not, eh? Maybe not. Because we discussed the fact that, you know, Dirty Goals might not appeal to some people. I mean, it struck a call with me, so I'm definitely going to get myself a copy. But thank you very much for joining me. We'll catch up soon. Thank you so much for having me on, Doug. It's been great. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk.